never see no more police in my life at my house taking my ass to jail for killing my car. It seems bad to kill my car to me, right? Because my wife was going to leave my ass. You know, I said, not in this motherfucker, you ain't. No, Lord. No, mm-mm. if you leave, you'll be driving them hush puppies you got on. Because I'm going to kill this motherfucker here. And I had one of them big old magnums. You know how that noise they make when you shoot something? I shot a car. I said, said, oh. It got good to me. I shot another one. <laughs> and that vodka I was drinking said, go ahead, shoot something else. I didn't fuck monkeys and people, you idiot. You either fuck monkeys or you fuck people. That's it. There's no in between. You're not going to get some monkey pussy on Tuesday and then be like, oh, let me call Charlene on Thursday. No. Once you fuck a monkey, that's a firm decision. I'm out of the human pussy game for good. It's ridiculous. You act like monkeys are just as open as waiting for people to fuck them, man. It's ridiculous. Monkeys don't want to be fucked by people. Think about it. Think how hard it would be to catch a monkey and fuck it. That's ridiculous. That's how it had to go down. Who do you think you're just going to walk up to him in the woods? and bribe this nigga with uh, fruits and bananas. Hey, buddy, hey. Yeah, there you go, buddy, yeah. Yeah, there you go, your big bright red ass. This big bright red booty. You know how strong a monkey is? Would rip your dick off like a celery stalk. Throw that shit in the tall grass to never be seen again. Hey, dog, we're going to go to the club, pick up some girls. You trying to roll? Nah, man, I'm cool. I'm going to stay home, dog. Chill with my monkey. You know how long it took me to train this monkey to suck my dick without peeling it? Mm. <laughs> Last night, Chim Chim jerked me off with his feet. Nigga, only a monkey can show you that kind of love and tenderness. So y'all can keep fucking these people if you want, niggas. More monkey pussy for me. Hooking up with an orangutan next week. Hey, how you guys doing? This is the producer from Brothers Comics. Welcome to a little side note podcast that we're having tonight for Brothers Comics. Uh, There was a little, I guess, a Twitter thing that somebody put out about their comedy or comedian Mount Rushmore. Now, these come out every once and then about a lot of different things. I think we actually did one on uh, our our wrestling Mount Rushmore a few months ago. Um, but this one was on comedians. So everybody's got their own taste about what they think is funny or who they think is funny. So we're going to kind of go over our list of people who are on our comedy Mount Rushmore and have a little discussion about why someone is on and then why somebody isn't on. 
Uh, joining me tonight is where I'm actually in the city of the ATL, and I am with the founders of Brothers Comics tonight. Uh, Big Hutch is to my right tonight, so say what's happening, Big Hutch. Hey, what's up? What's up? And to my left tonight is Female Perspective. Say Female Perspective, say what's happening. Hola, what's up? All right, so we're working with some new equipment here, too, so if you hear some rustling in the background, it's basically that. All right. So when I put this out there, I put it out on Facebook. I said, uh, I don't know if I sent that to y'all or you one of y'all sent it to me at first. It was that female perspective sent it out. Yeah, I sent it to you, to you guys, I think. Yeah, talking to a microphone. <laughs> uh, I sent it to you guys initially, I believe. Yeah, thank you. Uh, so um, we were trying, we, it got sent out. I put it on Facebook and we were kind of trying to figure out who would be there. And it's so many different levels to the comedy part. You know, are you looking just to stand up? Are you looking at TV? Are you looking at acting? There's just a lot going on. So as we started to put these lists together, I thought for sure our comedy Rushmore, especially black folks, would have one sure one on there that everybody would have. And then it started to kind of go sideways a little bit with some of these um, some of people's choices. So we'll go kind of go around, and this is not ranking them in like one through four order, but like kind of on who we had on there. So female perspective, I'll let you go first on, you know, who do you had at the top, not the top of your list as a number one through four, but who did you have near the top? Well, I mean, like you said, it's not, um, it's not according to ranking. It's just people that you would consider putting up there. And you want me to just give one of them? Yeah, let's or, give okay. one for right now. Okay, of course I have Richard Pryor. Okay. Now, for, I, you know, some of the obvious reasons, but yes. Okay, <laughs> I had Richard Pryor also. Hutch, did you also have Richard Pryor? Yes, I did have Richard Pryor. Okay, so we all had him there, but on our little debate that we had via email was um, Pryor has some. Um, Demons, demons, uh, some foibles, as I think we've called them. Well, before. I think most of these people on here do. So yeah, that that goes without saying. But there was one particular one who definitely has more so than any of the other ones, and okay. should not have been included okay. in my opinion. And we will get to him in a second. So let's do prior first, since we all had him on, and that's the one that I thought that would make the list. Like every every, I, I could not imagine a black person not having prior on that list. Over the age of 40. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, thankfully, the people that we mostly deal with, nobody put Kevin Hart or something on that list because I would have for sure unfriended, defriended, blocked, (laughs) whatever, forever for that person. So, Anybody say Chris Tucker or anything? No, I did not see any Chris Tucker. I thought about Chris Tucker, but no, I didn't. Okay. So, (coughs) let's look at Pryor. Uh, You know, comedy genius for sure. Um, primarily through his uh, comedy albums, I would say his movie career, what I would say is hit or miss, but mostly miss. Um, and then he does, and he had like the Richard Pryor show on TV, but that wasn't anything that was on for very long. He's mostly known for his, his stand up. Huh. Well, I mean, he was nominated as best supporting actor for Lady, Lady Things of Blues. Oh, yeah, yeah, I believe that is correct. Right, yeah. so, I mean, Brewster's Millions, yeah. Superman 3, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Which Way is Up, and yeah. Bust and <laughs> Loose, and all that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, he was nominated 
for best picture. Or I mean, for and best what about Bingo along in the track traveling all stars? stars. Yeah. yeah, and we saw that at the movie theater. Yeah. We was in the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> Trump. <laughs> we paid by you the car. Expound on that. <laughs> we paid by the car full. Then it was already like ten deep in the in the, the seats. And then kids in the trunk. <laughs> it was wow. a Catalina. Yeah. Yeah, that's awful. Yeah. So Pryor makes it. Uh, you. I mean, if you're over a certain age, you listen to all his albums. If you're in our age bracket, you snuck downstairs and listened to the album on low as possible so your parents wouldn't hear um, you listening to it. I mean, shoot, he taught me how to use the word nigger. Um, mm-hmm. And he taught me very well, to be quite honest with you. So, uh, yeah, Pryor is a comedy guy to me. Um, you know, I mean, from Bicentennial Nigger to This Nigger is Crazy, his comedy albums, uh, Live on the Sunset Strip. Uh, I mean, uh, the after and even the after after he got burnt up, I mean, you know, I mean, he was still able to bring it uh, at a level that a lot of people just couldn't get to. So, uh, yeah, so he's at the top uh, again. I was so surprised when some people didn't have it. And then um, I think most other comedians consider him to be, you know, the very best. Right. Uh, you know, so yeah, the, the Wayans. Uh, yeah, I mean, was, I I very Chris, rarely have heard a comedian say that they didn't think Richard Pryor was the best. Right. So yeah. Right. Okay. All right. So that was that was number one, yeah. and he should be there. I don't think there's really any debate about it. Hot, you want to go ahead and give who you had at number two, and this might start the war of eighteen twelve here. Well, I don't know if he's my number two officially. He is my last. I think he's close to my last pick. But nonetheless, I'll throw it out here now so we get it out the way. I uh, suggested and put on my monument Bill Cosby. William Cosby. <laughs> Go ahead and explain why. I mean, prior to, well, I mean, he's he is a comic genius as well. He can, I mean, he kept it clean for the most part. But, yes, he still put you into his stories. You, you understood what he's coming from. He made growing up poor with his friends and his brother and chicken hearts and all these <laughs> things and pudding and all his he, – he, he brought his experience to you in his own way. He was funny. He was he was a decent – and he did great in his little movies. And he, we watched him on I Spy and, of course, The Cosby Show. We all watched it. And, you know, we all laughed and we didn't look after the lights went off on the set. What what was going on? There you go. <laughs> now, female perspective, you adamantly did not put him on the list for uh, obvious reasons. Uh, you want to go ahead and go as to why you took him off? Well, um, granted, I will admit Cosby was very talented or, yeah. A very talented uh, entertainer, you know, and, and so forth. But what negates or takes away from that is, of course, he is a serial rapist. And that automatically disqualifies you in my book. So, yeah, I can't see putting a serial rapist on my Mount Rushmore. Sorry, not going to happen. <laughs> uh, Thomas Jefferson is on Mount Rushmore. Is that correct? <laughs> he is. Um... Sally Henry's family's online too. Um, <laughs> so uh, I, I understand what you're saying. I really do. Um, I don't have him on my list. So, and y'all know I'm a big Cosby person. 
And I think, and a shout out to Bison for Life. He was the one that brought it up first on my timeline on Twitter. And I was like, yeah, I guess so. But I think people narrow him. Like, I I was thinking more of as a stand-up thing as opposed mm-hmm. to overall comedy. But, but also, too, if you start to look at his stand-up, like Hutch was saying, you know, chicken heart. And, uh... I mean, he's got a lot of bits, like a lot of comedy bits, and, like albums. And, and I'll give him credit for being talented. And I have actually seen him in concert, and he was excellent. Ditto. This was long before, you know, all this other stuff was brought to light. That's why it was it was really painful when you start to see what what was really going on there. And and like I mentioned to um, an email, I think to both of you, uh, it takes a certain psyche to do the things that he did. And I equate that to being a pedophile because he was lying in wait and preying on, you know, people that he thought he could control. So, yeah, I, I equate that to a pedophile and I wouldn't put a pedophile on my Mount Rushmore. Right. So, yeah. And and like I said, I responded like Mr. Pryor, our number one, hands down, that mofo was beating the crap out of his wives, girlfriends, and shooting folks. And that would drive we me had crazy a little as a audio as a listener. Yeah, we had a little bit off. of an audio interlude there, so we're gonna pick this right up. We apologize about that. Alright, so the debate was basically going on between having Cosby on and having having Cosby off and then having Pryor on that uh, Cosby had some obvious foibles that we learned about later but prior at the same time Hutch you were going on about how he also had some issues he had some serious issues yes he was on that he was on cocaine he was you know he in his own words he said he treated women like taxis he was in and out of them quick right um he was married I mean he, he went through some stuff Cosby's I mean I don't know why Cosby did what he did allegedly. I don't know if you've been I don't yet. think we can say allegedly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's beyond allegedly at this point. At this I think point. you realize that. Well, yes. I, I ain't trying to get sued. Nonetheless, <laughs> anyway, allegedly, yes, the, whatever demons was pushing him and pushing prior, they was funny on stage. They was when they, when the lights went off, they was doing some stuff, and that's what I have to go with right now. And and like I said, I'm I'm fully aware of Pryor's you know issues with you know women, his marriages, drugs, so forth. But like I said, drugs played heavily in his issues along with his childhood and so forth. With Cosby, I don't know what brought that behavior on, but he was preying on people, on women's vulnerabilities. He knew and was very aware of what he was doing. Which, like I said, I equate that to being a pedophile. That's what a pedophile does. Uh, I don't think anybody forced the drugs on Mr. Pryor either. So, yeah, you, you picked your demons. <laughs> well, I mean, again, it, it is a debate on if you keep them on, if you're basing it on moral issues. If you're just looking at it from a comedy standpoint, I didn't put him on only because I just couldn't. I don't know. I it, To have him on there with some of the other people, I, I'm starting to think about it as people brought it up. I was like, maybe I should have dropped one of these other ones off, which then I'll go on the next one. I probably should have dropped him off as opposed to having this person on. Um, and we'll, this is probably going to start a debate here, too. Okay, so, yeah. So, Pryor makes it. You made it for Cos, uh, Cosby. Cosby made it for Hutch. 
didn't make it for me. Who did you have as like your number two or near well, your number not two? Number two, yeah, just another one of your second. I have on there, George Carlin. Okay, so yeah, we'll come back to Carlin and and uh, and I do want to talk about that because I, that's something that Charlie should have been on there too. It's so difficult to do this. Uh, let's do it now to get it out of the way. Like Hud said for uh, Mr. Cosby, um, so I had Eddie Murphy on the list, and now that I when I wrote it initially. I come back to it and I'm thinking I should have had him off. Not because of foibles. And I'm sure he has some and we'll find out no, about him later. And, and I mean, I, I want to point this out. It's not that, I mean, because most of the people on the list and several, you know, who and are other, other people. Comedy do, comes from pain. Foibles. Yeah, yeah, comedy right. comes from pain. It's not that, so, yeah. It's not that I'm necessarily excluding him because of foibles. It's just the foible that he yeah. is Accused guilty of and guilty of, yeah. right. That that just supersedes everything else. A Agreed. serial rapist? Nah, I'm right. sorry, that's hard to overlook. Granted, very hard. Okay. So yeah. So yeah, I had Eddie Murphy on the list, but when I'm starting to think about it, if I'm looking at it just from a pure standpoint, a stand-up standpoint, that's hard to say. Like he really only had like two stand-up specials. It was Raw and Delirious. <laughs> that's it. Like everything else that we know about Eddie Murphy came primarily from Saturday Night Live and from the movies that he made. And let's be quite frank with you. He might not have made a good movie since 1980 something. Seriously. I mean, if you want to say that the Nutty Professor in those movies were good, you can. They were profitable. But would you call them good movies? Yeah, um, I had some issues with figuring out where he would fit in also because I kind of have him as an alternative or yeah. alternative fact. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, he was one that I, I was going to put on there and I ended up putting someone else instead just because I, I thought I was thinking more of their, you know, overall career and, you know, how prolific they were and so forth. So that was one of the reasons he was excluded from my list. But I did, you know, consider putting him on there. Yeah, he uh, he did make my list. Um, I do like Eddie Murphy. Yes, the, the lyrics and raw. We played them to death. Mm-hmm. Um, we watched all the movies in the eighties, and we watched the horrible ones in the nineties. Um, let's see here. Yeah, and right now he's making garbage movies. But hey, he's cashing checks. Keep cashing checks. Cashing checks, and that's what you gotta do. Um, and he's got some foibles. He didn't want to take in that one kid that he may have had with that girl from the Spice Girls. Male B. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) His wife was fine. She never did. But yeah, but you know, whatever happens, happens. Um, but yeah, there we go. Yeah, there we go. Where is another foible? But we'll leave that one go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. Uh, send all responses to bighotch at rosecomics.com. Um, yeah, uh, I, 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 yeah, the more I think about it, the more I see his name on the list, the more I think, I was like, oh, maybe I should have probably, he surely should have been the one I would have taken off. Um, just because, again, and again, well, I'll lay it out there. All right. So he becomes super famous for Saturday Night Live, Delirious, Raw, whatever, as great as they hours. are. All right. So then you get 48 hours uh, trading places. Go for another Eddie Murphy movie that's good. Beverly Hills Cop? Beverly Hills Cop. And I'll give you Beverly Hills Cop 2. Mm-hmm. Coming to America? Coming to America. Yeah. That's 1990, I think. 
So yeah, I said I said eighty something. So that's ninety. Go after coming to America. Shrek. <laughs> Don't count. Yeah. He's not the star. But his voice. Is but it's his voice. But that's I mean yeah. And I, and I've heard that he actually didn't do a lot of those voices. He has a dude that does his voice for him. It's the dude that did the PJs for him. He did like the first season of the PJs, oh, and then I there was a dude that, that just did his voice for the PJs after that. Oh wow! I thought, I thought that was Gary. Not Morris. What's his name? No, it's a dude that imitates Eddie Murphy's voice. Yeah. Like that's his dude. Like a stunt double. It's just a voice double. Um, hmm. what, what, was that, what was that? What uh, was that? Bowling? What was that movie? Where Bowfinger. 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 Yeah, that's a good movie. Yeah, a good I'll, movie. I'll take yeah, that. Well, I, I like I'll Bowfinger. give you that. Yeah, okay, Bowfinger. Bowfinger. And that came out. What? That's ninety five, ninety six, probably. Okay, I'll give you that. But I mean, it's not like he's been making like some slam dunk comedy. Oh no, no, it, no it's, it's, been, it's a struggle, probably. Yeah, it's a struggle. That. So yeah, so that like that's what I'm saying. Like he had like this short, really hot career. And then it kind of went someplace else, and um, it ain't never came back, and it never will. Um, got, so. I mean, in comedy, I mean, we gave him what fifteen years, maybe fifteen. Both came out nineteen ninety nine. Ninety nine, okay. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He would probably be my first off the, you know, using a NCAA reference. He'd be my first person out uh, out of the six field of sixty four. Yeah, off the bubble. So yeah. all right. All right, Hutch, so, so you had Pryor, Cosby, and, and, Eddie and Eddie Murphy. Okay. Right now, female perspective, you had Pryor. George Carlin. Carlin. Okay, so let's go ahead and deal with the Carlin uh, situation, too. Why did you put Carlin on? Um, like I said, uh, for his career being as prolific as he was, um, and, you know, just I think as far as a comedian, he was just – innovative back then so yeah that's that's why he stands out to me i like george carlin too probably most less known for the i guess the seven words you can't say right uh, it's probably yeah. his most famous skit I think and that was that. something also too that i when i was looking at the list because i always looked at it as stand-up i was like what do they have as a comedian that's what i looked at yeah also, like that people remember yeah. yeah, like that was innovative. That's that people always can come back to, and be like, okay, yeah, well, he did that, and I can come back to that at all times. Just, you know, whatever. So Carlin was innovative in that fact. When I was looking at some of the, you know, people that were on the list that I didn't have on my list, when I was looking at the Facebook thing, you know, somebody had like Robin Williams on their list. I, I can't go for Robin Williams. Yeah, and that's what I was no. saying too. It's like if you look at a hat. I heard that he stole a lot of his jokes from other comedians. And I mean, later on in his career, in my opinion, he just was not funny. It it was almost torture to watch it, at least for me. So, yeah, Robin Williams would definitely not be on my list. Yeah, there was a sense of him mailing it in. I thought, you know, he was just kind of doing a shtick. Right. I mean, exactly. comedy is shtick, but and he because was because people expected it to be. Yeah. Funny. You know how how some comedians, because people expect them to be funny, they go over the top, and you mm. can tell they're over the top, and you're like, okay, shut up already. Right. That's kind of how it was with him. Okay. Yeah. So I saw that somebody had them on there. Uh, shouts out to Will Stacks. He had Bernie Mac on his list. Now Bernie Mac, say you know, is cut short. Doesn't have much of a movie career. But his stand-up, you know, with the Kings of Comedy was very good. 
but it was so short. And then he gets a TV show that was pretty funny as well. But I was like, man, it seemed like it was like it was like too soon or not enough like material to put Bernie Mac on. Wasn't he on Def Comedy Jam too? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, right. So I mean, it was short to us. I mean, but these most of these people have been in the on the uh, chilling circuit doing what they was doing. Chilling circuit. That's, that's what they call. It. I know it is. Yeah. So you know, they was. I mean, they was busting hub, telling jokes to quit. I mean, probably not to get poked in the booty in jail or whatever. They do whatever they had to do. So Bernie Mac, I think is. I don't think he does. He's not on my list. He might be in my top 20, perhaps. Now, what about Jim Carrey? That's another one that I almost put in that Robin Williams category mm-hmm. where, you know, they're too over the top. You can tell they're trying too hard to be funny. And if I can tell you're trying too hard to be funny, that makes you not funny. Right. <laughs> You know, and he has no real stand-up career. Everybody's doing it based, you know, primarily on um, in living color, really. You know, and then so a bunch of stupid movies. I mean, and don't let's let's not. I mean, I know y'all like you know, uh, Sunshine on the Spotless Mind or whatever, like and uh, whatever that movie. Eternal Sunshine. Eternal was- Sunshine. <laughs> yeah. And that, that movie where he was being Big Hutch's favorite yeah, movie. And that movie that he was being looked at like on the they were filming the him Truman or whatever show. Truman Show. Like I know he had. Matter of fact, Big Hutch is a big fan of. Hey, how you not have him on your list? <laughs> because it. Because the other people I do have on my list are, in my opinion, um, I like them better, basically. But yeah, I mean, the the, the three I already named, I think, are better than Jim Carrey. That's why they're on the list. <clears throat> we'll put this out here, too, before we get to our final ones, a couple here. Uh, what's up with Martin, then? Martin Lawrence, stand up. Now, I, I wouldn't be able to pull you a bit from Martin, although I've seen all of his specials, you know, from Run Tell That to all of those. I've seen them, but I wouldn't be able to tell you a one bit that I remember, like, that I could quote word for word. Like, Martin gets a, an extremely popular TV show, uh, does a couple of comedy movies that are, you know, fairly successful, primarily Big Mama's House. Uh, uh, not, that can't be his best one. But I'm just saying... Yeah. I mean, Martin. Yeah, I mean, I, I take Bad Boys one over Big Mama's house. <laughs> I, I, I'll take um, not Black Knight, but <laughs> uh, Blue Streak. Um, yeah, that's a good movie. Well, yeah, I mean, he got some. He has some decent movies in there, and then he's got some that one with Danny DeVito. He, Danny DeVito. Yeah, what's that movie called? It's a movie with Martin and Danny DeVito. Yeah, let me know. He's looking that up. Mar- uh, female perspective, oh, Martin. Martin Lawrence. Um, you know what? He, I don't know where I would put him. Uh, he's definitely not my on my Mount Rushmore, but um, hmm, that's a good question. Um, he would probably maybe be in the top twenty, maybe. And you got to talk to Applehead, as you call her, about his foibles. Like I said, I, I've never, I said most of these people do have foibles, as do we all. We all have foibles. But it's just a matter of what those foibles are. We need that Applehead is terrible. So, <laughs> Applehead. yeah, I, I, I agree with you that most 
just about all of these people have foibles, right. as do we all. Yes. So, yeah, I will re- readily admit that. But it's just a matter of what those spoilers are. That movie was, what's the worst that could happen? I got that soundtrack. We just listened to it today. Yes, I do believe you did play that. Danny DeVito is in that? Yeah. Is Tim Robbins the star of that? No, that's no. the... That's oh, some, I know what movie you're talking mm, about. Yeah. Some, something to lose or something. Yeah. Something, or nothing that's to lose. Nothing to lose. Uh, okay, and speaking of which, and I, I heard this from someplace or read it someplace, because he was made on my list of Eddie Murphy about making bad movies or whatever. They're making a twins sequel called Triplets with Eddie Murphy, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and Dane DeVito. I'm like, who oh, the no. fuck signed off on this? Like, who is ready to lose their corner oh, office no. to try to get this to actually be popular? So, I mean, this just continues yeah. Eddie Murphy's 20-plus years of being in the tank on doing anything. It's been years since he's been funny, technically. Yeah. So, yeah, all right. That's why I said he probably should have been first off my list. All right, so, yeah, so those are a couple of people that I know just from the Facebook poll where people were looking at it about who uh, some people that they put out there. Hush. I mean, well, I'm going to go. I mean, I'm just, I'm just going to say some names that uh, you remember these people because we used to listen to them early Sunday morning instead of going to church. But anyway, <laughs> like Pig Meat Marker. Yeah. <laughs> Mobs Mabley. Mobs Mabley. Yeah. Uh, Steve Wildman. Uh, I don't remember that one. Yeah, um, some other people. And uh, we, I mean, we listened to a whole bunch Flip of. Flip Wilson. Flip Wilson, yeah, we listened to him. Dick Gregory. Dick Gregory, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Dang, Dick Gregory. Dick Gregory, yeah. 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 Man. Yeah. <laughs> he, 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 he <laughs> now, now, here, now, we got to talk about. Mr. <coughs> Mr. X, the original Mr. X, Red Fox. Yeah, uh, and and they, I, some people had him on the list as well. I would too. be one of them. He okay, on, on he is on your list. Okay, and I think I missed the boat a little bit on Red Fox, only in the sense that I don't know, maybe we didn't have the albums as much, or I couldn't get past the <laughs> fact that he was Sanford and Son. And you know what I'm saying? Like I couldn't make the connection or whatever. But I know, uh, I know some people had him on the list. You go ahead. Yes, um, he is on my list for Mount Rushmore. I mean, for the same reason as the previous uh, selections that I've made, um, being prolific, his career as far as, and the time period in which he started his career. I mean, you know, he started his career when it was difficult for a person of color. So, yeah, I mean, you factor all that stuff in, and he was playing the chitlin' circuit and all that, and you know, and just being innovative and you know, unique. Um, that's that's definitely why he's on there. He was not on my list. If there was, if he picked that fifth Mount Rushmore thing on mm-hmm. there, he would be on there, and he'd be. He is my first alternate. Eddie Murphy started to look shaky, sir. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, looking at the as we gone through here. Uh, my next one was Chris Rock. He's probably a shaky one on that boat, too. Um, primarily because, again, if you're looking at purely stand-up, he's got bits. Like, lots of bits. Um, you know, from Born Suspect to, uh, I mean, he's got bits that you can quote. But his career outside of stand-up is as shaky as Eddie Murphy's in terms of movies. Um, if not, it's actually shakier. I mean, I mean, 
Uh, funny Chris Rock movie. Go. <laughs> uh, um, that last one he was in. Uh, oh, top five. Top five. I like That's that. That's probably okay. his best one. I mean, right. and, to I be mean, honest, what Good Hair was a, more of a documentary. Yeah, 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 I mean, it was, I mean, he made it. He, we all watched it, and sure. we're watching a freaking show about fake hair. So, I mean, that's that's him. And New Jack City. Well, it wasn't necessarily about fake comedy. hair. It was about, you know, the, the black people with black women's hair with hair. Yeah. It wasn't about just buying hair. I mean, did you watch the movie? It I just is. said I did. Okay. Have you so watched it at my house? No, then you should realize it was more it was about more than just that. That's what I remember. <clears throat> he doesn't have a movie career. That would be notable. That's a documentary. Uh top five was it is what it is. I like the movie too, but I'm just saying it wasn't like um something like that. He Jack was, City uh, is not a comedy. And not intentionally. Not intentionally, but okay. he, I mean, Pookie, his Pookie character was cool. I mean, I mean he, he did what he had to do. I, yes, I did watch CB4. That was awful. And, well, go ahead. And, yeah, <laughs> um, he was another he was another rap movie. Did he try something else in the rap? I don't think so. But um, but anyway, yes, I watched most of his movies. Uh, most of them are awful. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We got, what, Nurse Betty. Um... He was the president. Uh, yeah. For, Lethal uh, Weapon. He was in Lethal Weapon. Uh-huh. We they had that debate. Couldn't never remember which one it was. I think he's in three uh-huh. or four. You still he can't figure out. He's in two of them. Right? Right. Is he? Yeah. yeah. I thought he was only in one. Um. So yeah, I mean, he's you know, and he has Everybody Hates Chris, which is a very underrated TV show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like he's like I said, he's probably bubble on my list too. So um, yeah, I. I have him there, and uh, but he I, somebody could easily talk me off of Rob. Uh, but he does have great comedy bits for stand up, like great. All right, who's your last one then, Hutch? My last one. I think we all have this person on there, Mr. Dave Chappelle. Yes, I would agree. And I mean, I think we all know. I mean, his what's his movie career officially zero? Around it, on uh, stand-up comedy, <laughs> right? And just his right, his, his show, show and stuff. His show, like I said, we're his. It's still reverberating through the whole thing. He, his I mean, he, his he, he called, show is still relevant to right. this day, and that was done what? How many ten years, years ago? ago. It's almost been years ago. ten years. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, 2003? <laughs> no, nah, it went off in like 2006 or seven. so it's been off about 10 years. But anyway, yeah, he, you're right, his show is the stuff. Yeah, I had him on the list. Again, if you go stand-up, he's got bits, okay? Like, he's got bits that you can remember. But, you know, I, get, I he's probably more known for the TV show than his comedy routine, which is, you know, if you know anything about him, he's probably not happy about that. But he's probably most known for the show because, again, it the first two seasons of that is comedy gold. Oh, I mean, exactly. it's just comedy Platinum. gold. Platinum. And, and it's amazing because I could still watch, and I've seen most of those episodes at least 10 plus times, and I could still watch them and just laugh to this day. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I have them on the list for, you know, those the reasons we've discussed and, you know, just being innovative and unique and prolific and all of that combined. Yeah. Way ahead so, of yeah. his time. Way uh, ahead in of certain time. aspects, way ahead of his time. 
um, probably the only person besides Pryor whose ability to mix race and comedy uh, and politics and, politics and, and, and social yeah to make and, and make that. it palatable for everybody right. to listen to exactly. um it, it's pretty i mean uh, and actually yeah. i think richard Pryor had pretty much handed the mantle to him because he saw a lot of you know himself in in um dave Chappelle as a comedian so yeah gave so him that, the belt. that says a whole lot right <clears throat> yeah, and Dave Spell, who has a comedy special coming on Netflix, I believe next week, as a matter of fact, the first of three comedy specials where Netflix paid him a crap ton of money um, to do comedy specials, and he's going to, you know, premiere them, you know, exclusively on Netflix. Uh, so we're looking forward to that. Uh, I know I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to watch it as soon as it's uh, readily available, and, you know, we'll be all set and ready to go. All right. So did we miss anybody that you thought maybe should have been on there that we didn't talk about? And you were like, you know what, they're right outside of that top four. Um, you know, I'm the only to- one I was kind of teetering on was the Eddie Murphy one. Um, yeah, that's that's the only one that I that was just kind of right outside that that list. Right, you know, Steve Harvey ain't there. No, no. Here we um, could do a whole podcast on who isn't there. Right. <laughs> we we already talked about I mean Chris Tucker ain't there. <laughs> there these all shooting stars. Robin Harris died too soon. Yeah. Yeah. Um let's see who else is out there. Hmm. Yeah. We we know who we know Kevin Hart isn't there. No. Um, and never will be. <laughs> okay. I mean, I, I feel safe to say that he ain't never going to be on that list. Um, because whatever he's putting out now is horse garbage. And Oh, shit. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to be nice. Mm-hmm. And whatever he's uh, done. He, he and Pill are not there. No. Yeah. And that's a comedy duo, not singular. So, they're, it, they're you know, it doesn't. I don't think it kind of holds up. I mean, I was like, I was thinking, I was like, I can't really think of anybody None of the way that's in, way out there. You know, I mean, I, I think the person that probably could have made this list and stayed on it if they had been able to keep it straight was probably Martin. Mm-hmm. Like, he was probably the one who could have done that, but things just went in a completely different direction for him. And yeah. uh, he was never able to kind of get it back. Um, never. <laughs> I mean, I'm laughing, <laughs> but he was really never able to get it back. I don't know what Martin's doing now, except waiting for Bad Boys Three to get made. So, oh, all right. and that's gonna be awful too. Yes, yeah. it will be. All right, so we're gonna wrap up this little side note podcast for Brothers Comics. You can find this podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at um, Brothers Comics, on Facebook at Brothers Comics, on uh, Instagram at Brothers Comics. You know, subscribe, leave a message, remark. You got any funny bits? What's one of your favorite comedy bits ever of all time, Hutch? Ever of all time putting you completely on the spot. Like you think of something that you could listen or watch every single time and it's always going to make you belly laugh. My uh, fallback comedy skit or laugher is always where Richard Pryor is talking about how beautiful and how fine this woman was. And he said that that bitch was so fine, he wanted to suck her daddy's dick. (laughs) (laughs) Mm, Wow, that's awful. (laughs) 
think about perspective can you think of any bit or skit um, that well, you know, no I, I'm chance? I'm going to go to some Dave Chappelle's, you know, um, who's the, what's his name, the, um, the black white supremacist, um, uh, Andrew Biggums. Andrew Biggums, yes. okay. Him and, you know, being real gone bad. I mean, it's, yeah. he has so many that I could just go down the list of. Yeah. And then there, there are, of course, some Richard Pryor ones. I'm trying to think of a single one because he has a lot of them, too. Don't even try that. Yeah, hold on, um, hold on. Hey, dude, we're still recording over here. <laughs> What's going on, man? Thank you. Go ahead, people. Um, yeah, I, I, it's so many of Richard Pryor's. It's hard for me to to try to pinpoint just one, but yeah, yeah. But yeah, I can and still will when given the opportunity. Like niggas versus black people from Chris Rock never not stops being funny. You know, uh, his whole bit about that, uh, it, it's, it, it'll never not be funny. It's kind of all in the line of being wrong as it is. It's still funny. So mm-hmm. I, I can always go back to that. Chappelle, y'all know I've been on Chappelle long before he became famous. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so he, you know, there's always things. And I, <clears throat> I always go back to Hush because I think I was uh, watching it with him, not when it premiered, but we happened to be watching it about the, um, the, uh, the knee high park. Uh, episode with the puppets. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, uh, the, his favorite song is uh, I, uh, yeah. Bucket. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah that, that's one of Hutch's favorites. Uh-huh. I remember watching it with him and him just. It's supposed to be a play on Avenue's Q. Oh, oh, yeah. 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 Nah, so, yeah. I beat my shit like it owes me money. Yeah, that'll never <laughs> yeah. not be funny. <laughs> never not be funny. So, yeah. So, again. Y'all can check this out, uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, subscribe, leave a message, uh, enjoy some of the comedy bits and sounds on the way out. And uh, as the producer of this podcast, I'm signing off. Sign off, Big Hutch. I'm out this bitch. <laughs> nice. Female perspective, go ahead and sign out. Adios from the female perspective. All right, have some laughs, people. Peace. Sir, my message is simple. Naggers, Jews, homosexuals, Mexicans, Arabs, and all kinds of different chanks stink, and I hate it. That's right, man. Now, when it comes to racism, you know who the most racist people are for real? The real most racist people? Old black men. <laughs> you find a brother over six. I know some of you white people know an old black man. You go, oh, Willie at the job. He's so nice. Willie hates your guts. <laughs> Nothing more racist than an old black man. You know why? Because an old black man went through some real racism. He didn't go through that, I can't get a cab shit. He was the cab. White man just jumped on his back. Main Street. Well, you know, they say blondes have more fun. Unfortunately, they also have more VD. Just kind of goes with the territory, you know? I'll tell you something else. Between herpes and AIDS, I don't care if I ever get laid again as long as I live. And I'm certainly not going to be humping any Haitian hemophiliac homosexual heroin addicts. This is my latest album. I made it five years ago. I'm not going to make another one until we sell these. This is a good album too. 
It's about love and caring and being together, being close, being physical. Love. Hygiene. That's the important factor. Hygiene. The toughest thing in the world to have to turn to your mate one night and say, you got to wash your ass. <laughs> Shit. Knowing how difficult it is, I said it for you in this album. You got to wash your ass. Fuck your couch, nigga. <laughs> Buy another one, you rich motherfucker. Fuck your couch, nigga. Fuck your couch. Darkness is, darkness is.